Welcome to the other 420. And it's not the 420 you think it is. I'm Sue. And I'm Jill. And our show is about how someone in their 40s and 20s are navigating this crazy world together as Korean American professional women trying to figure out what is happening in our lives. So come join us for the ride. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the another 420. I'm our- Sue. I'm Jill, and it's our 11th episode. Yes, and a lot has happened in the 11 weeks. A lot has happened. Even though you think about it, it's like, oh, it only has been a couple months, but a lot, a lot has happened. Yeah, and I feel that um, as we head into Christmas, once Christmas, the new year, it will be, we can have a great episode talking about New Year's resolutions. I know. I still have to kind of figure out what I want to do, but I have some ideas. I want to be, with New Year's resolutions, I like to just be realistic. Mm -hmm. But I think as I'm getting older, I'm making the resolutions more to be about taking care of myself, making Mm -hmm. myself a priority. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. But how was your week so far? It's been a great week. I feel like, I don't, I feel like it's been a while since we recorded, but it was just last week. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm hoping everyone is staying healthy. I guess everyone's being, everyone's getting really sick. I know it's going around. Well, I was really yeah. sick a couple of weeks ago and I feel like sometimes I still have a cough, but it's bad. Yeah. Knock on wood. Nobody in my family, the five of us have gotten sick. We did get our flu shot very early on. So hopefully that helps us out because we don't need to be um, getting sick because people have just been sick for weeks. Mm-mm. I know for me, I actually had an up and down week, but especially today, I think I was telling you before we're recording, but I had a rough day at work and I was just getting knocked down. It felt like I just kept getting knocked down, but then I was like, oh, we're recording the podcast, so I have to keep my spirits up and it's always the highlight of my day. I know. And I think that's one of the things we haven't really talked about is how we um, experience or navigate work. And, you know, you're early on in your career and I'm 20 years into my career And we have these conversations of, are you going to let this situation dictate um, how you feel or your worth? And I think you're still learning that. I'm still trying to navigate it. And even when I get feedback, if it's especially negative feedback, it is hard for me to accept it and be like, okay, I'm going to take it and be better. Like I think I'm in the place where I think about it and I kind of make excuses and I'm like, wait, I kind of don't deserve it. And I spin it and then I spiral and then I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do it anymore. You know what? You know, I just have a nasty attitude. It's like, it's hard. Well, it's so interesting because I wonder why we associate feedback with like a consequence. Mm. You know, when you receive feedback, someone's thoughts, opinions, or, um, just how they felt that that situation happened. It's not like you were written up or had a corrective conversation or memo with your boss. So it's funny that we let feedback of our peers, they're not even our boss, impact our worth at work. Mm -hmm. I feel like it didn't affect my worth because especially when it comes to work, I know my worth and I know like my capabilities, but I guess the biggest frustration is when people don't see it or they're not aware of it. It's like, no, I have been doing this and I do do this. How can you not see it? How can you still say that despite all the things that I'm doing? 
Yeah. And I think, you know, it's also personality because I, for me, it's more like, um, not that it's a, I'm vindictive, but I feel like, oh, I'm going to hold on to that. I told you so. Mm-hmm. So if you think this about me, let me show you that you're wrong hmm. rather than what you said about me shapes who I am and my worth. Yeah. But I think as you experience more and you interact with more people, because we've talked about like as a Korean American who grew up in Southern California, surrounded by similar um, people, right? Um, Other Asians or other Koreans, we don't have as much experience growing up with different cultures in like a work environment. Mm -hmm. But so when you do, it's interesting how you navigate those relationships and situations. Yeah. And I think exactly what you said, it probably took you a while to get to the place that you are now. But I think for me, like I'm still learning and I'm still really, really early on in my career that I know hopefully like things like this will help me develop, um, make me more resilient um, and I'll be better for it. But for now, I just keep ruminating on it. And I'm like, how could that person say that, you know? So I know. And we talk a lot about privilege, right? Like what, what role, what privilege, what levels of privilege do you hold Mm -hmm. as an educated Korean American woman? And then who you're interacting with, what privilege or experiences do they hold? And then how does that interaction impact? I know, but I had a rough day and you were telling me, you know, Hey, you should tell your, how hard your day was to the guy that you're talking to. I know. So that's how, you know, I wonder if our listeners know that the podcast started because you went through, I wouldn't call it a breakup, but a, what is it? Situation. It what was the it call end it? of a situation. Yeah. End of a situation ship. Um, and it was something that you said, let's start. Oh, sorry. You said, let's start. Um, and to help you kind of heal through that. Yeah, I think I hung out with that person on Wednesdays. And so once we stopped hanging out, I was just over at your house on Wednesdays, just laying on your couch. And you're like, what is something that you can get your mind off of? And I said, how about we start a podcast? And you're like, fine, sure. Anything to get you off the couch and get to get you to do something. And so that's what created the podcast. Yeah, and it's been, you know, almost three months of the podcast, and um, during those three months, you kind of healed and you reflected, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it it wasn't a relationship, it was a situational ship or whatever, and now, and then you said, you know what, I'm ready to kind of look, Mm -hmm. and then I guess you found someone, and tell us about this person, and this person... We also have to think, could in the future listen to the podcast? So we have to be careful. (laughs) (laughs) In the way, 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 way future. Way future if he can find it. Um, I think we talked about. He might beg Jim for it. Maybe. Or maybe he might like see something on my phone or in the car. Yeah, no, we can't let the kids tell him. They know the title. I know we have to tell the kids, hey, don't bring up the podcast ever. But we know, so he probably will. So we have to do be careful what we say. It'll I come guess. out sooner than later. But you know what? I still want to be as authentic to our yep. listeners as possible. Because we wouldn't say something that we wouldn't say to his face. That's true. Um, 
I think it was two months after I told you, you know, hey, I think I'm ready to go back on the dating app, right? Well, we tried not, you tried looking beyond, remember? You said, I'm not, I'm going to look at other places. Yes. Cafes. Before the that. The gym. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I started going to the gym at 6 a.m. I really went out and like started hanging out with people that I wouldn't yeah. have met with. So I really did venture out. Um, did it lead to anything? No. Um, can we tell our listeners about the gym situation? It's so embarrassing. But this is part of this idea of do you just meet people naturally or do you nowadays just find people on dating apps? And no, this is, I, I mean, I can't. I tried the natural thing. So I went to the gym with um, our number one friend, listener. Our number one listener. Our number one listener. Um, and so we would go like almost every other day at 6 a.m. at the gym and as soon as we got there there was this one guy he was tall he was very handsome and built and I don't know like he was right up my alley if I could say I know you snuck pictures of him Mm -hmm. and showed me and he was very cute he was very cute um he only wore slippers right and so For a long time, we just kind of looked at each other from a distance, but one day I kind of had the courage to talk to him about his slippers, and so through that, we kind of built a rapport, Um, and so we'd say, hey, you know, how's it going for here and there for um, a couple of weeks, and then there was one week where he didn't show up at all, and then the next week, I went up to him, and I said, hey, you haven't been here for a while, like, where have you been, and he said, oh, um, I actually have been really busy with midterms, I was like, what? midterms okay i was like oh then are you a senior because he looks so old and then he said no um i just started i'm a freshman and i was like o-m-g i'm gonna yeah that's like 18 18 so he he had his prom like this year yeah 18 to think well and that's so funny because then you were before that did you were telling me how you went bowling Yes. A few weeks before that. Yeah. And they were like super cute boys yeah, that and were then, bowling next to you and your friend. Yes. And so in the new modern bowling alleys, you can chat with people in different lanes. And so this group of guys started chatting with me and my friend being like, oh, you guys are so cute. Yada, yada, yada. And then I look over. I'm like, oh, they are cute. But they look kind of young, right? Like maybe it could be like early, early 20s. And so I asked like, hey, how old are you? And they were like, oh, we're, we were like 18, 19. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I exited the chat and like we said, we are too old for you. Bye. And we left. I mean, that's the thing, right? Is that on a dating app, it goes through those basic things of already, what's your age? Da, 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 da. Yeah. When you meet someone naturally, you don't know that. They could be 18 or they could be 40, <laughs> right? Knows? You don't know. So... The, those were pretty funny um, natural experiences when you were so telling me. Now I feel like I appreciate the dating app yeah. a little bit more because it says straight up how old you are, you know, where are you, are you looking for a long-term relationship, a short-term relationship, do you drink, do you have any kids? Yeah. It says all of that right on the dating app. Right in there. I know, like one of them is do you smoke marijuana? And we talked about this. Somebody wrote occasionally. And I'm sometimes. like, well, sometimes, hopefully it's not all the time, <laughs> but enough for you to put sometimes, 
you know, I mean, good for them. But that is very open that you wouldn't find that out until yeah. a few dates later in. Right. And you put your political views, like you put yeah. everything on there. So it's like a quick yes or no um, versus having to wait a couple weeks. Um, and then asking and, and asking how like, old they are. What have you been doing? And they're like, oh, I've been sending for midterms. Yeah, I'm like, finding oh, out they're yeah, 18 years you old. You are 18 years old. So. Barely legal. Um, so yeah. you started back dating on the app. Yes. And I was talking to different people and i think this round there were a lot more guys on the app because i think i've never had that many kind of jill is very popular i've never had that many like likes and roses before oh we have roses they have roses and they and they buy it for you right yeah you have to pay for those and so i had gone on two dates um with guys and it didn't really go well oh my mom even tried to set you up Oh, she did, right? Yes, with the guy. With the guy that one of her friend's sons, uh-huh. which did not work out because no. a friend lied about. He lied about him in yeah. many ways, and I many guess ways. that's what you do when you try so to bamboozled. <laughs> so, but that's another way, right? Setups, setups prior to the dating app. And did I have a positive experience? No, no, it was very negative. But you don't want to live in regret. No, and so during that time, I really took. I guess, advantage of every opportunity. But I went on different dates. It didn't work out. And then I, you know, met with this one guy. And actually, we were supposed to meet on Monday. But I was really discouraged from my previous dates that I actually asked him, like, can we move to a Tuesday to kind of test him and kind of delay the date just a little because I was just nervous that it's gonna it was gonna be a flop but he said sure not a problem and then we met on a Tuesday and we had a really fun time but do you feel like you um the second round after the situationalism or whatever it's called (laughs) looked at the people differently I did look at people differently right I think how I met my situationship person it was everything that I liked in a guy when it comes to like visual and their lifestyles and the clothes that they wore. And so this time you told me you got to stop looking at that and look at different things. And so I think I talked to guys that I probably would have never talked to before. I gave, you know, maybe a double look at guys. I was like, huh? Well, let me, let me just paint a picture of who Jill, who she would say, oh, this guy's great it has to be someone that's like all their photos are like artistic like someone took it for them models and they're wearing like super baggy cargo pants (laughs) like you know like the long model and they're kind of standing in front of like somewhere in like the arts district you know you know (laughs) and they're all like they're all photos like those are the um Prior to, those were the kinds of um, guys that you loved. Yeah. <laughs> that you pressed like. <laughs> yeah. But now I looked for um, pictures with their parents. Yep. Pictures with their dogs. Hiking ones. Selfies. 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 I, yeah. I looked for Selfies. all of them. Um, so, yeah. And just looked for the person. But, I, I mean, I think it's it's funny yeah because we talked about you like that like artsy look I but do. you don't like the artsy personality the person who they are yeah. yeah but this guy we met up and then two days later he was like hey do you want to 
see a movie. I know it's super late and it starts at 9.30. Do you want to go? And I said, sure, why not? And so we went and saw a movie and I actually fell asleep, but he still had a really like positive attitude. Um, and then he still asked me for another date on Saturday. And then we had like a full on date where it was like dinner, drinks. Yeah. He took me to a magic show, which I've never been. And then after the magic show. You know show, who loves magic, right? <sighs> Who? Oh, he has his hand raised. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Jim is the number one match. <laughs> but even during the magic show, I think I was like, hey, you know, it's all fake, right? You know, he just has the card behind his hand. And of course, the other guy, he was like clapping the loudest and he was like, whoa, he was so surprised. that. So I think that shows like his personality. But and then we got drinks after that. And then we stayed together till 6 a.m. Just talking. Just talking. Um, and then since then on, it's different because he lives closer to me. Yeah. He's not an LA boy. He is, you know, not a even boy next door. He is an OC boy. It does not take long. So we are dating. And I think that's why I wanted to talk about the do's and don'ts of dating to kind of help me navigate this new dating era that I'm in. Yeah. And I actually feel like, um, this guy is a little bit different because you um, you don't talk about all the things that the red flags like you did with the other guys. I know the other guys. I, w- I only talked about things that I didn't like about yeah. them. But does that mean that there's not there's nothing that I don't like about him? I don't know because you're a pep- pessimistic person in some ways. I'm a very pessimistic person. I only focus on the negatives. Yeah. So then I am like, oh, you really like him? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I really like him. So um, we haven't met him yet, which uh, we're excited to see. I mean, we can, Jim can talk to him about magic. I know Jim was actually very hesitant to meet him. And he said, said, let's wait. No. Let's wait to meet him. Yeah. But then I think we broke down. We broke him down. Well, I mean, I think Jim, we talked about this was just, you know, you are like a little sister slash daughter and i think every any time you see somebody upset or sad over something you you know you feel for them like of the five in my family jim was the only one that gave you empathy (laughs) during the breakup while you're sitting there sad and crying that's true the three kids and myself were like get over it get over it yeah um well actually i said get over it um and The boys were more like, what did you do wrong? Yeah. We like the other guy. We liked him. Where is he? You lost out. Yeah. And then the girl, she just was like, probably. She didn't care. Look, you know, yeah. She was probably like, get over it too. And then I told her boys, I'm like, hey, he didn't lose out. I mean, I didn't lose out. He lost out, you know? Because in the end, it was me that said, you know, bye, sayonara. But but Jim was the only one that gave any kind of. I know he. (laughs) Empathy. That's where we're homies. Yeah. Right? So that's why Jim also was very, he- is hesitant, you know. Yeah. I don't I know understand. if Jim can handle the. I don't know if he can handle the breakup again right. yeah, too. So. And you know what? You might, and we talked about this, you might break up because there's nothing is for sure, right? But every, yeah. but everything you learn from, and you shouldn't think of it as a waste of time, but a great opportunity. I said, enjoy the ride. Enjoy. I, I am enjoying the ride. I yeah. am having a really fun time. And so I need to learn what to do and what not to do. I know. Do. We saw this and we thought, let's talk about this. And it's 
15 do's and don'ts when dating. Mm-hmm. First one is do turn up on time. Oh, yeah. Um, Don't be late. I know. And you, yeah. I remember when you were dating people in the spring and summer and they would be late and that would drive, you would text me, they're late. They're late. I would get there first. So like, annoying. I know. And okay. you are a very punctual person. Yeah. I am a punctual person too. And Jim is not. And <laughs> at 17 and 18... Um, you don't, those are the things you don't know about, yep. but at 43, um, that impacts you on a daily basis. Yep. So, so be yes. on time. Be on time. Second, don't talk about how great you are. Oh. Do you, you don't really talk about yourself. No. I also, I think I talk about the opposite. I talk about all my worst qualities. Yeah. Just... I said to stop saying that too. Yeah. <laughs> I just like to be up front, you know, like here, this is who I really am. But I know that it depends on like, turns on the person too. I definitely personally just get turned off by people that talk a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And then if it's about themselves, then it's just even worse. Extra, extra. So just be modest, I guess, you know, be a little humble. Do be interested. Okay. Yeah, and I think, too, if you're not interested in what they're saying, you're probably never going to be interested in what they're saying. I think you can tell from, like, the first date if you're interested or not in a person. Because I've gone on many dates where it's already in the first date. I'm like, yeah, there won't be a second one. Yeah, because you can just feel like you're not Mm -hmm. into what they talk about. Yeah. I could see that. There's so many... um... Well, especially you, you like to talk about very specific things. Yes. And so if that person doesn't engage. Like I like to go deep in conversations and talk about different scenarios and, um, you know, a lot of hypotheticals. And if the person can't do that, then I'm not interested in what you say. Um, Or the conversations are interesting. Number four, don't keep checking your phone. You're good about that. Yeah. I don't really check my phone a lot. Because I think that is true. Have you been on dates where the guys check their phone a lot? Yes. What are they looking at? Who knows? The app. That's so interesting. (laughs) Maybe they're looking at the app. Maybe they're looking at pictures of their dog. Does this guy check his phone a lot? No. he Actually, um, he keeps his phone at all times on do not disturb. What does that mean? Like you don't get notifications on it. Just when he's with you? No, no, no. At all times. Which is like a weird... I don't even know how to do that on my phone. I should learn. So he Did doesn't check his why? phone. He says it's because like sometimes he gets work things on his phone and he doesn't want to see it. And so he just blocks everything out. Wow. That's interesting. He's oh. showing us right now. Yeah. Jim's showing Jim, us. I'm going to put that... Okay. okay. Number five. Do listen more. Hmm. I think I can do this more actually because he is very talkative but asks me questions so I do talk about myself a lot so I guess I can he but didn't you say he's an introvert he's an introvert but he talks a lot he talks a lot but he asks me questions and it's always me saying oh what about you because he was like oh what are what are some things that you want for Christmas and I was like telling him and I was like oh I should ask him what about you do you really want to know? Yeah. Then why don't you know to just say it? 
because sometimes I get lost in like my own thoughts. thoughts. And so I'm like, oh shoot, I should, you know, ask him too. I am curious, you know, what he wants for Christmas. Yeah. Me, I like to jump around because I'm already asking when I think about the next question. There's you know me. So, there's so many times when we're in a conversation and then you just jump to another one. Well, because if you don't talk fast enough. But I'm like still talking about it and then you're over it. I know. And the funny thing is for our listeners, Jim is the slowest talker in the whole world. <laughs> slowest talker. I just... A one topic kind of guy too. Yeah. I wish we can give him a mic, you know? Jim, maybe one day. Maybe on the 100th anniversary. 100th episode. <laughs> we'll give him a mic. We can have him Special come guest. Yes. Special guest. But do listen more. I will listen more. Um, don't be underdressed. You tell me that. I know. Don't be underdressed. I know. You always say, dress cute. Dress nice. Dress. Wear a dress. You wear, know? Yeah. Be feminine. And you say, don't wear your homeless jeans. Yeah. Don't wear the baggy style. My yeah. heart. But that's trendy, though. That is trendy. But not if you're going somewhere that you need to not be wearing homeless looking clothing. <sighs> I know. Do ask more questions. What do you think? You know, I think it's asking questions leading to the que- the discussion you already had. You know, so it's like if you're talking about something, then mm-hmm. going below the surface. Like there's this thing considered above the surface and below the surface. Yeah. It's really getting more deep into it. Because I think that helps you understand more about that person. That's true. And not superficial. Yes. Like, you know... Beyond, you know, their profile, you want to get yeah. to know them. But is it when is it too soon to ask questions about the relationships? Like, are you dating someone else? Are we exclusive? Well, number 10 says don't spend too long, too long talking about past relationships. Are you talking about that? <laughs> kind of. Do you think I do this? Do you talk about past relationships? Yeah. About your own? Yeah. Why? I feel like I do talk a lot about my past relationships. To him? I think so. What are you trying to make the point of? Of like, oh, my previous guys did this and I didn't really like it. Oh. Um, so I, I think I mentioned like, oh, you know, the most recent guy, like he didn't really stick to, you know, plans or time schedules and he would come late or he would, you know, maybe be like, oh, I'm going to leave early because I need to go play basketball and things like that I didn't appreciate. So in that way, like I mentioned it, but... Well, it says 11 right after that, do be honest. Do... <laughs> do be honest. That is well, when we talked about that is that um, you should be honest about why you behave a certain way. So we talked about don't play games, just be yourself. I know, I don't think I'm playing games, but I think I was... I just had that past experience and it does make me more guarded and I'm too scared because the past person did make it seem like he wanted a long-term relationship and in the end he didn't. So I'm a little worried of getting like bamboozled or getting hurt again. And so my guard is a little up, but I did tell him that, you know, just saying like I recently I'm having a hard time kind of articulating my feelings, but... I do like you, and I do like where we're heading, and I'm all in, I told him. Well, I think, too, you're very, you love to have deep conversation. I mean, that's why we kind of started the podcast, is that we would sit on the sofa and get into these deep conversations, and it was conversations that we felt people would relate to. Mm -hmm. 
And so when you're going into a really deep conversation, things like that are going to come up. Yeah. So if it comes up naturally, I think it's okay. Not like, you know, oh, we went to this restaurant too. Me and my No, ex. yeah. It's not, it's not things like that. Or like, oh, me and my ex did it. Yeah. But he also has told me about his previous ones. Yeah. And I think for him, he... A, green flag is when someone talks positively about their past relationships and I think he said you know like it just didn't work out but then it was something in your past and then you look forward to something new and I was like oh that's very mature in a positive way of thinking well he's relatively young too because the other guys that you've been they were like four or five years older yeah they were a little bit older but he is 27 so he's two years older than me yeah and I think um that's rare because we talk about, you see, meet a lot of, especially Korean American guys, they're 30 and they realize, oh man, I'm 30, I need to look for someone. Yeah, but even in their 30s, they are not ready yeah. to settle down. But this boy, he's a relationship boy. He so is. he is not like a casual, like whatever. He's like, I'm, I'm, I've only been in relationships and I'm only looking for relationships. Well, um, it'll be interesting to see how and i think our podcast is a great journey of just the starting points of a relationship mm-hmm. and then um how you're going to be going through it i know so i feel like next week i'll give even more updates because who knows what might happen yeah so it was nice to connect with all our listeners and we hope that you all have a great week it's about a week and a half until christmas i know remember the do's and don'ts of dating Bye.